Ryan Gosling could use a suntan. Whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, that outburst was, uh, you know, ungentlemanly. Uh, please accept my sincerest apologies, my good fellow. <laughs> Jeez, Bo. What is it with you, man? <laughs> He's pretty white. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. This is the podcast where we select a topic at random and tell you uh, whether we think that topic is good, it's bad, or it's bullshit. Um, thanks for joining us on the show. Uh, I have with me my two uh, partners in crime, uh, Lieutenant Commander Croft and Steers. Uh, Howdy, Commander both. Steers, how are you doing? I'm doing quite well. Yourself? Uh, not too bad, thank you. Also joining me is uh, Chief Engineer Michael Hodgins. Michael, uh, how's everything in engineering? Chief Engineering? Uh, what's my actual rank, though? Am I a commander uh, or a lieutenant commander? Senior latrine officer. No, no. <laughs> I'm Jordy LaForge. Yes. Yeah, I'm He's doing well. Chief Engineer. Everything's uh, uh, already down here in the uh, engine's room. All right, excellent. And uh, I'm Ensign Bo Schwartz. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I'm doomed to die before the end of the episode. Uh, First class, though. First class. Sure. First class. It makes the death more dramatic. Um, so thanks for joining me, guys. Right. I'm really no excited problem. to do this show. Um, and so let's see here. Uh, does anyone have any news that they'd like to share? Oh, sounds like a no to me. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I got uh, I got no news really to share today, Bo. Okay. So I'm just going to I'm just going to say that in as long-winded a way as possible. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I, I would like to follow up on one episode. We did recently do an episode on apostrophes. Yes, guys, that's right. Yeah, I you remember, guys remember that, that episode. And I um, do. it's really funny because I wonder if we should you know, I realized that probably I didn't know all the rules about apostrophes. And uh, I was kind of thinking maybe we'd just go through a few of them just for the benefit of the listeners to follow up on. Really? That seems pretty boring. All right, you're right. It is totally boring. I, Let's yeah, move on. I, 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 <laughs> not... I'm trying, damn it. I'm giving her all she's got. <laughs> I feel like if people wanted to, there's lots of great resources out there, like Grammar Girl. That's one you can right. Google. You can find yeah. it. But I you found... know, if, if people want us to talk more about apostrophes, if they want us to do an apostrophe follow-up show, you know, send an email to our our, our good, bad, bullshit uh, email address at Gmail, and then we'll just erase it. Yeah. Yeah, All right, true. wait. Is is Grammar Girl hot? Probably not. Uh, there's no. I, I don't know. I went maybe GrammarGirl.com and didn't get anything. Yeah. Uh, well, there's. She does a blog about grammar. Okay. Um, all right. Well, enough of that then, uh, Mike. Yes. How's that, uh, the... Yeah. How's the render topic generator do, doing? Well, unfortunately, because of the the damage the squirrels did, I'll be out in the garage for the foreseeable future. But I'm ready to fire up if you guys are. All right. Give her. All right. Here we go. Oh, oh. God. Love, love that V8. <laughs> okay. Does that thing have a muffler on it? I'm gonna, no. <laughs> Did you? Oh. All right. Here we go. Just popped one out here. Uh, romance. Romance. Romance or romance? Well, I don't know. <laughs> romance. Like, I guess uh, intimate moments between a man and a woman that are not necessarily sexual. Romance. 
Okay. Um, so romance. What is romance? Do you guys well, have a strong, uh, you know, point of view on this? Uh, well, I, I, maybe it's easier to say what romance isn't. Um, I'd say it's it's not anything you've seen in a pornography movie. That's not romantic. Um, it's not uh, making out. Or is it? I don't know. Maybe I don't know what romance is. Um, it's one of those tricky ones to define. Because even as soon as you said it's not anything you've seen in a pornography movie, I guarantee you there's a whole subset of like couples romantic porn or something like that. No, there's no porn that's, that's truly romantic. I think I think romance is something that is shared between people. It's it's an experience. I don't think you can watch romance. I think it's something you're involved in. I, I think you can be like, oh, I'm going to watch some sweet romance porn and get all into it. No, but like, couldn't a possible. couldn't a couple like a couple together watch like a romance sort of theme porn or whatever? <laughs> no, would that be considered no, romance? It's not. <laughs> well, how about this, Robin? How about this, you, you bring it up. You bring it up with your wife. You say, <laughs> you say, we're going to watch a nice romance porn and then see how romantic that is by her standards. You might find that she doesn't find it very romantic. And I would only agree. So I should just go full on hardcore porn. Just get the romance <laughs> porn. All right. All right let, let me scale this a bit because there's some things that we can say it's not when we're talking about romance. So it's not, you know, uh, romantic music or poetry or romanticism of the romantic period and era. We're talking about romance in the modern sense that it means in relation to love. Right. How about that? Yeah, I okay. say so. Yeah. Um, and romantic porn. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> No, not romantic porn. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways. So um, now, you know, uh, I'm sort of in the clear on this one being a single person. Uh, you both have partners. Is it, is it because um, you failed at romance? <laughs> Potentially, um, I like to think I'm actually decent at it, but that may just be overconfidence. Uh, <laughs> no, I bet you are. You've, I've, I've tasted. You, you can cook pretty well. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Uh, I've tasted your cooking. <laughs> pretty. Uh, anyways, okay. So, um, what would your partners? How would, they, would you think they would evaluate you in the romance department? And if you don't want to out yourselves, then you can just choose not to. I okay. I'll out myself. Um, <laughs> I doubt, I don't think I'm very ro- romantic. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, okay, first of all, maybe I take a step back here. Um, I think there's a, there's a concept of, ro- of romance, and I don't think I necessarily follow that. So I don't often do things like, you know, have a candlelight dinner for Andrea. That's my partner's name. And you love um, candles. That's amazing. I do love candles, but I felt like I don't. I don't do these traditional rom- romantic things. Um, I, see, to me, like the way, uh, and, and she might disagree with this, but uh, what I consider the little things that are. Oh no, they're not men. I don't think I know what. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm horrible at romance. That's what it comes wait, down. Wait, to. no, actually, Mike, I think I think you're touching on something that's real interesting here, which is the the fact that there's this conception of romance. Hell, there's even a day. Same Valentine's Day where you're told, you know what, on this day, you're romantic, which to me kind of seems like the antithesis of romance. But like, 
r- romance is different for different people, but yet there is that social sort of expectation where we're like, this is romantic, this is not romantic in terms of. But like, if you have if you have a significant other that's really interested into in in something, say they were into tennis, let's just say, and you and you bought tickets to uh, um, a tennis major near your location, and you surprised them and took them there, blindfolded them, and then say walked them into and said, look, we're going to be watching this or whatever, you know, they might find that really romantic. And to other people, they'd be like, you're going to watch tennis? Come on, you know, that's not romantic. Chocolates and uh, candlelit dinner is romantic. But it's the, th- in, in, it's the thought, really. So there's a romance and then there's like what society or, or our society is saying is like, this is what traditional romance is. Yes, it's the tra- traditional romance that I have an issue with because I have this mental image, and humorously, it's actually from the Naked Gun movies. Have you seen? <laughs> Where yeah, I'm remembering, we're, yeah, we're referencing the, quality material today. It is. I, I like those movies. They're pretty. They're pretty. They hold up pretty well. I, they in, do. I mean, they're gag. It's gag. Whatever. They're funny. They're awesome. But the bit where um, Leslie Nielsen is like. Uh, you know, and he's all dressed up in his like suit, and there's like a fireplace, and there's nice, you know, it's that type of thing that that, that traditional romance. And when I think of uh, my relationship, which I think is a very excellent relationship, um, there's there's not necessarily components like that. We'll more do things together, uh, but they don't they don't have this like um, this concept that exists in my head, which has probably been implanted there by pop culture about what romance is. You know, we might go for uh, a cross-country ski in the wintertime at night together, and it's the two of us, and it's, you know, and it's a lovely experience that we share, and we have dinner in a cabin in the park, uh, which is just like leftovers we've brought in and warmed up on the stove. But there's no, uh, but I don't have this sense of like, is that romantic? I I don't know. I think it is for us, uh, but I don't think it would be for some people. Yeah, I I think... I th- so we have these images or notions in popular culture today of, of what romance represents. So, you know, it's oh, I gave you a flower and I took you out to dinner and I got dressed up because normally I look like a slobby man. And, um, you know, these things are like images and symbols and, and, and easy to recognize you know, it's easy to recognize that meaning that permeates our culture, but a lot of the conversation's gone to, well, that stuff's just, you know, it doesn't really strike to the heart of romance, which, you know, I think if you just sort of paint by numbers what romance is, uh, you're not you're not hitting the right notes with it. I kind of look at romance as, you know, it's this demonstration of love and the kind of love that isn't you know family love or friendship love but uh you know i'm really hot for you kind of love but it isn't you know being disgusting and greasy about it lust uh, well well, the difference difference between lust and love or romance i don't think you can have real romance if you aren't really feeling it you know um all the way down in your bones well you know i i just i think you have to no, I think you'd say loins. Yeah, yeah, like I think passion plays an important role sure. in romance. And, you know, so if you're just like, well, like Crofton pointed out, uh, it's Valentine's Day. Hey, baby, here's your chocolates and flowers. Um, now go put on the sexy lingerie and let's go uh, make sweet love. That doesn't really count, right? And then you get into an argument on Valentine's Day and you're like, what did I do wrong? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so, you know, I, I think the point is well taken. And I think if you talk to 
anybody about this. Definitely that manufactured um, or these ideas in popular culture of what romance is generally doesn't strike at the heart of what it is. Um, have you guys had any, you know, successful or failed attempts at romance? I mean, you guys don't seem to know what it is. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say. Had, do, you, do you guys watch um, uh, Mad Men? It's oh, yeah, sure. I love that show. I, I like Yeah, I, I totally dislike it. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's because you have bad taste in shows. Yeah, like no. Well, well, awesome. We should, you know what? We should put Mad Men into the randomizer so that it comes up sometime. Then we can talk about it. Let's not get sidetracked, though. Um, it's, uh, it's a good show. So, you know, where I'm going to be rating that one. And there's a bit in it where, so it's about the advertising agency, uh, as many people know. And there's this bit where Draper, the main kind of dude, tells this woman that love. Love is something that love doesn't exist. It's something created by people like me, people in advertising. And I think that that's there's there may be some truth to that. And it might not be you know Madison Avenue created love, uh, but but a concept that exists that has existed in things like literature or or pop culture of today. Like I think of advertising for diamonds, you know, and things like that. There's there there is a heavy marketing presence about this established thing where it's like give her a diamond ring, and there's like this man dressed up nice. And the woman is like, oh, diamond. Now I know he actually loves me. Uh, and, and But really, is you know, uh, some people have a lot to gain by this kind of store-bought romantic concepts of like, go out to an expensive restaurant because that's romantic. Whereas making a meal at your home is like lame because you suck at cooking or whatever it is and dress up nice. You know, it's, it's all related to uh, things you can buy. And I, and I think someone mentioned Valentine's Day. And I think clearly that is a holiday which has drawn a lot of money out of a lot of people by building expectations um, that people should receive something and making other people feel pressured that, oh, I need to do something, whether it's buy flowers, buy uh, jewelry or what, what have you. Um, so I don't know. There's an aspect of commercialism yeah. to yeah. them. I, I mean, I, okay, go ahead, Crofton, but I need to say something about Don Draper. Uh, all right. Well, if it's going to be short, because I'm going to go long here. Okay. Well, I just want to say that <laughs> referencing Don Draper, I mean, he's a cynical douchebag that at some level, you know, I think we're empathetic with. But, you know, I, I have no empathy with him. He's a douchebag. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, he didn't make or his character, people like him didn't make romance in my opinion. No, but, but I think I think his point is that he's a cynical guy and people like him made it. And it's like I think that in the show is a smart show. And that's part of why. Is saying that like um, for cynical reasons, love is created, right? To make people buy things. Anyways, okay. let's not get yeah. into Mad Men. We can talk about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> Mad Men's definitely a show. Um, so uh, yeah, no. In terms of love, like I, I don't, I, I don't want to talk necessarily about love in in so much. We're talking about romance here, which I think is more like the expression of said love, and I see it in in, in two ways. I see it in in the courting phase, the beginning part of a relationship, whereas, you know, you're trying to be romantic to try and court a significant other, like be it, um, uh, and and you see you see in longer standing relationships, people might be like, why don't we do that anymore? You know, with the idea being like stuff that you were doing to court someone may not be natural or may not be. What you would normally do, they're romantic gestures you're trying to, to woo the, the, the other person with. Um, and then in established relationships, um, it, it becomes even more clear where later, later on, it's like to do something romantic is, is generally conceived as doing something outside of what you would normally do. Um, it, if, if I 
if I come home and gave my wife a flower every single day, some people would definitely say that's romantic. You would, you, it would sound, it would sound romantic, but at one point it would, there would be less of a meaning there than if I gave her a flower, you know, uh, just, uh, just out of the blue, you could argue that that would be a more romantic gesture. Uh, it's, it, for me, it's, it's sometimes doing something like expressing something, uh, love towards somebody else, but kind of like out um, showing a certain level of impulsiveness. I see that as kind of romantic. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Do you think I get, like I see where you're going with this, but it almost feels like two, like this is a guy's way of thinking of romance, right? Where, um, Hey, I'm a guy. Yeah. I have I, a penis. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't frequently hear a, a man say, you know, there's just not enough romance in the relationship. You know, you kind of, and this may be a little bit me leaning into stereotype land, um, something that you would hear from a woman about a relationship. You know, we don't do anything romantic. You don't, you're not doing anything nice for me. You, you don't pay attention to me. Um, and I think, you know, even though I'm, being stereotypical, I do think guys also experience uh, it in a certain way, although we're not, we don't express it or we don't as frequently express it when there's no passion or no romance or, you know, you kind of stop doing fun things and you kind of stop feeling that reason that we're together. Um, and to me, the romance is this, you know, there, there is a, there is a version of romance where everyone acknowledges that there is this period, at least in the very beginning, there's this period of time where you're just both hot for each other and something as simple as a walk down some street that you've never been on is something that you remember for a very long time because it was a magical moment for you. And it doesn't have to be about flowers and it doesn't have to be about these things that we do. I think if we start getting to trying to do those things rather than experiencing the magic of being with someone new or being with a longtime partner experiencing and sharing things together, then that romance is a healthy thing for a relationship. Um, I, you know, I, I'm going to give a shout out to Al and to Lisa, who I mentioned on another show. I was at their wedding and I saw this awesome thing. I didn't talk to them about it, but I was in their house and I saw this awesome little jar and it was uh, like a date night jar. And what they do is, well, I don't know. They didn't tell me what, what I presume they do is they'd write things down in them and do different things or different exciting things or, you know, kind of like how we do random topic generator. They do random date generator. And, you know, that idea of new exploring, exploring things is a way of saying, we're going to keep this fresh or we're going to keep this new, you know, these new memorable experiences break our routine in order to uh, make sure we're getting value from the time that we spend together. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I think that Al probably just wrote anal sex on like 10 of them and threw them in. You know, in. there was a huge missed opportunity for me to write something very you – know, <laughs> to be a bad boy and write something like awful and put it in there. But uh, I just didn't want to mess with that. <laughs> well, I mean I, it's funny because if you think about the, if the early part of a relationship is, um, you know, where people are doing this uh, romantic stuff a little bit more overtly, it always seems to me is like this is like – it's kind of – it's kind of – trickery in a way you know it's like you're trying to be like because because you know when you're first getting together with someone you want to see like you like this person and you want it to go forward and so you're so you're trying to be like okay i better you know do the right things uh buying dinner i'll get flowers because you're, you're you're trying to like get the buy-in you know and then i think 
uh, there's a lot of criticism for men where once that you know once the w- woman has been like okay i'm uh, i bought into that and then that stuff kind of peters out and then they're like oh the romance is gone and I, and I, and i would be that maybe that's because the relationship is based on a false premise you know if you're if the guy is doing things that are not his normal sort of reason uh or his own date sort of thing where he's just doing these things because these things are expected and it's not really his in his character or personality and then well once he becomes comfortable he's going to go back to where and now it seems like there's a big void there um because when i I think of my own relationship again I, i don't see a huge we've been together long enough now that it's like it's a comfortable relationship but i don't think we ever did the i mean maybe i would bring her i think i brought her flowers a few times but it's been really fairly consistent it wasn't like heavy on the front end sort of thing no but you you would do things that were romantic to her you you isolate you isolated what she liked and 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 catered to that because but what i would say like see i think it's more like small things that that maybe she doesn't even notice but i think she does like say every night before we go to bed i will uh put a glass of water on her uh night bedside table or whatever so if she wants water in the night so do that every night and um and I think that's like a little. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it romantic because it doesn't fit this traditional uh, thing of of romance. It's like store bought thing. But I think it's stuff like that. Stuff that's innate. I'm thinking about her often, and I think that's real. Whereas if it was something like if I was like put on a suit and I, I don't know took her to some restaurant that wasn't sort of our style uh, because I thought it was romantic, I think she would maybe see through that. We. We sort of we're both no, kind yeah, of more absolutely because, because you cater to the things that you know that she like. I'll give you an example from from is that which I think is awesome is that uh, your significant other loves to garden. It was her birthday and and you went and you made uh, she needed this gardening box and you went and you spent a lot of time making this elaborate you know elaborate gardening box and it would yeah you could go you could go to the store and buy her. A, a box of chocolates and a, a a bouquet or something for her birthday, but you knew that this was this was going to you knew her and you knew this was going to make her happy. And I would consider that a romantic gesture, even though you know gifts on birthdays is generally a thing that that everyone does, um, because you that worked in the context of your re- relationship. So when when evaluating romance and saying is it good, is it bad, or bullshit, I I look at things like that and I think wow that's amazing. But then on other on the other hand, the stuff that you mentioned, like forcing traditional romance down people's throats uh, because this is what is expected. And, and I agree with your like sales job mentality, like that, that there's probably guys out there that, that know what the, what, what, um, what the traditional things that are expected of them, like the the restaurant, the the gentlemanly opening the car door, the whatever, uh, and, and have it down to a science in an effort to like seduce a girl. I don't doubt that that's the case, and that kind of demeans that that traditional romance as well. I think that also, it's kind of like if you're doing something like why I'm kind of confused about this thing of romance is I find like if it's not something that's innate in you you're misrepresenting yourself you know it's like it's like if you're if you're only uh you know buying flowers or in some cases i think was was a man i mean let's be if we have any female listeners let's be clear we we can really only look at this from a male perspective i think it's hard for us to look at it from the other side so i think we're a little one-sided here but um 
and that's I mean, what can we do? We can only be who we are. But um, we have penises. Yes, <laughs> um, we we do. That would technically make us male. Um, and uh, <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. But oh yeah, so I think that in some cases where men, you know, in sort of relationship being very romantic, blah, blah. And that's legitimately not who they are because sometimes you have people who are legitimately jerks uh, or something, but they can kind of use romance to, you know, put a false sense of who they are. And I think that it's disingenuous sometimes rom- ro- romance is because it's something that is, it's, it's something that, it, that, that, can, be, that can be easy to kind of, to kind of just fake uh, to make it seem like you're someone that you're not because yeah, maybe you want to get at time, something. Baby. Well, yeah, sure, and it's like if if, if I mean you know, it, it, someone might have ulterior mo- motives to being romantic, and it's like li- like doing these nice things, and then you're like, well, now we're married, but now he's a big jerk and he doesn't do these things. Like, well, you know what? He was probably a jerk all along, and uh, you just didn't know it, and it's but because he was tricking you with romance, and uh, I think that Crofton's points are really valid. And I would say uh, that you know that that romance does come in those smaller ways too of just like how you know your partner and know the things that they like but i don't think that that fits at least with my point of view in what i what i see as romance as it exists in society i see it as more like this valentine's day this kind of like prescribed thing often there's like gifts involved there's certain types of behavior uh, which don't necessarily reflect sort of my personality so that's why i don't consider myself very romantic and i i certainly hope uh if andrea is listening to this uh, she doesn't uh, decide yeah, we'd Not love to, to hear uh, from you, Andrea, if you have or <laughs> She doesn't listen that often. We're getting married in like a week and a half, so yeah. let's, that's let's hope ro- I didn't just ruin it here with the whole romance yeah, thing. That's pretty romantic. I, you know, I'm about to mangle this, but, um, well, okay, so first let me say, like, I think there are sort of, when we talk about our, our modern understanding and, and, and cultural understanding of, of what romance is, we have two sort of threads. We have like the new relationship romance and the long-term, you know, little gesture, deep sort of romance, um, that, that, that long-lasting sort of love and affection f- between two people. Um, and so because this isn't just about what's between men and women, this is between all partnerships. And so the first one, I think, is the one we tend to glorify because we all have those periods of time when we, you know, hopefully we all had those periods of time where there was someone new in our lives or maybe we didn't even reconcile it. We just had a crush on somebody. But these things we remember a lot. And this is what I'm about to mangle is just that, you know, how the brain works. It remembers like um you know, you might not remember what you did on Monday or Monday preceding it, but you'll remember traumatic experiences and you'll remember very important days because your brain is the synapses or something like that is firing differently. And I think when you're like, you know, in this in this state of like, I'm in love, this is a new thing. I'm so enthusiastic. I just want to, you know, make love to this person all day long and can't wait to see them again and just love everything about them. You know, uh, you know, this is very memorable and a very wonderful thing to experience. And, and I think romance ties into, into all of that. And there is a positive, uh, it's a positive thing. It's a very good thing to desire and want to do. And I also think that, you know, you're definitely right that that's that can be fleeting. And I, you know, I I haven't personally gone through this. As you know, I've I've had some longstanding relationships, but they haven't worked out. And, you know, there's always this sense of, 
from couples that have been together for a long time that they do have to work at it, not because it's a chore, but they have to remember to love each other and not get too bogged down in the routine. And I think that's where stuff like the romance is gone and there's no fire and I'm just not, you know, we're just kind of like, bleh. So, you know, I think romance is definitely a very real thing and it's definitely very important to new and longstanding relationships. Uh, I just think there's a lot of... You know, like like Christmas holidays and Halloween and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of corporate culture built up around selling products and imbuing cult, like reinforcing cultural ideas for an agenda. You know, even just shows like The Bachelor, which is supposed to be like television romance, and tons of people love this show. And it's, uh, if you ask me, it's the most disingenuous thing. Ever. Oh, that one totally is. I mean, yeah. it's, there's nothing romantic about that. Anyway, so I'm about but to... But it has a lot of those... Barbeau's right, it does. Things. Yeah, yeah, it coats itself in romance, like yes. the rose ceremony and all that sort of stuff. Which goes back to the whole fakeness or or, or the store-bought romance, store-bought romance. You know? Right, right. So, like, so some, some ideas of romance are, like, you know, sometimes I'm just like, man, it would be awesome to, like, you know, meet this girl, like her, she likes me, and, you know, I don't have, I'm not affluent when it comes to money, but sometimes I'm like, oh, man, it'd be really sweet just to be, hey, baby, let's take a plane and go somewhere and just have a good time, and maybe I can do that, um, but there's this idea of romance that you're with this new person exploring this crazy new thing. I don't know. I think it can be really awesome, and I don't think we should be, I think the typical guy responds is, oh, yeah, romance, whatever. Well, isn't it just romantic enough to be friends and to, to love each other and be together? And some women are like, well, no, it's not exciting at all. Well, I so. think, see, it's funny because I think it is. And I think what you said that was that is almost goes back to my point when you said it would be, wouldn't it be nice, you know, I don't have a lot of money, but just drop this money and we'll go to like take a plane somewhere. And it's kind of like, well, again, is that is that real romance or is that, you know, that benefits someone? I, I think so that's because – because I think that a lot of the romantic stuff we think about is about spending money. And it's like, you know, I put on my socialist hat again here. You're putting on like, your miser hat, actually. No, spending not miser money hat. <laughs> I don't mind spending money. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but, I, but I do think that there's, there's, there's other things to it. There, there's some people have an interest in the industry of romance. Yeah. And there definitely is an industry around romance. Yes. Absolutely. That makes that makes this a loaded topic for evaluation, but I definitely think we should get get right into it and start uh, start laying down some verdicts here. All right, let's do it. Who wants to I, go first? I suggest Bo. Me. All right. So <laughs> I fine. think you went last last time. I just talked a whole bunch. So if you want to keep hearing me talk, uh, it'll be my pleasure. Well, you All can right. finish your thought. All right. So um, uh, yeah. So you know, I think romance is a. It, I think this idea of whether or not it's flying on a plane somewhere, that it's a component of love, that we're in this place where we're going to have this really memorable, exciting time. Hopefully everyone gets to experience it. Hopefully people don't end up in, you know, people, hopefully that that's something that carries them through in relationships. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say romance is a good thing. And uh, I want to put asterisks on it, but I won't. I'm just no, going to say romance is a good thing. All right. And uh, whoop. All right. Excellent. So what's one good? Um, Crofton, do you feel like going? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Uh, I, I'm going to say romance because uh, it, it, of all the topics we've done so far, this one is the most loaded, like can mean different things to different people, different, sure. you know. You mean it so, could potentially get you in trouble? 
<laughs> well, that, maybe. But, yeah, you're both obviously. gonna get speeches uh, after your after your partners. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say, um, look, you know, looking at it all, I'm gonna have to say, romance is good. Oh, thank you. Sorry, they were on smoke break. Uh, so um, the the reason I say that is 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 because I I do think while it can be you know the images around romance can be used for nefarious means, uh, I I think there's something so nice and so pure about the idea of romance and, and just the the idea of making time for each other and expressing your love in any way that you choose to do it really that that it's hard to say that it's anything except except good it is just one of those pure and, and uh, happy and hopeful concepts that are e- it's easy to harness it for for bad things and and uh, or for se- sales or for anything be it be, be it selling yourself to someone or or selling something to you and that stuff I'm not a, a, as huge a fan of but in general romance as a whole I feel overall I got to say it's good Huh. Okay. Um, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I. It's. I think this is a judgment-free bull- no, zone. It's bullshit. Oh, oh. I feel this is. You know. I normally I like calling things bullshit. Um. And, but this one, I feel like I'm a. Du- I'm the douchebag on the show here to call it. Um. To call it bullshit, but uh, I think. It is. I think that it's that it's something that kind of was created. Um, I think that it makes people disingenuous about who they are often, um, especially when you have this concept of the grudging guy being like, "Oh God, it's Valentine's Day. I gotta get my girlfriend a flower. I gotta do something romantic." It's like, well, dude, if that's not who you are, you know, maybe you should let your partner know that, and they should yeah, know if that. That's not what you're feeling, because the but part that, of romance yeah. is that it's genuine, right? Yeah, and I and I just feel that really it is this thing that's pushing people. Now, I would like to say that I do not believe love is bullshit. I I believe in love. I'm in love with a wonderful woman, and I believe almost more than that in partnership. And I think I have a great partnership with my soon to be soon to be wife. And um, but that's different than than romance, and I think I, I don't think it doesn't. Could mean that... you suck up anymore? <laughs> Look, I was I, thinking can, it. Can you not blame me to suck up? I just said romance was bullshit. <laughs> you guys just finished saying how wonderful it was, so I have to be right. a little we bit be more of supportive. Cro- we should be more yeah, supportive, geez. Crofton. Yeah. Um, so uh, here's a shovel. <laughs> yes, I got to try to dig myself out of this hole. But uh, but I mean, I I do think that it, it basically is bullshit. But those other, but it's not. I, I want to dis. Make it distinct from love, from partnership, from those other aspects of relationships. I say it's bullshit, and I'll have to live with that. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, uh, we are judges of all that we see, as you put it so eloquently uh, once, and it's your prerogative to render it so. Um, so Indeed. there we go. Verdicts are in. And uh, that concludes our uh, session. So that um, yeah, was a pretty interesting one, guys. I, it I was a hard that. one, I thought. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I said, a lot of potential for trouble. Yeah, I thought. Well, I thought we learned a lot. Uh, you know, I I have a penis. I don't think Crofton. I don't think you learned anything. There we go. I didn't. Went for the went for the hat trick. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, you guys hear that? Sounds like a bird at the window. Yeah. Oh, there he's just dropping off some mail. So, uh, oh, how exciting! We did get a, another mail. Um, do you guys remember the episode on all inclusive resorts that we did? I do. I remember because uh, I proclaimed all inclusive resorts bad, which they are. 
Uh, I, I don't remember what I said, actually. but uh, um, You said they were bad. Uh, I think so. Eh? All right, so we got an email. There was an anecdote that we t- mainly involved your brother um, when he got when he got yeah. lost inside the hotel in a drunken yeah. stupor, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, so well, we got a, there was another person on that story, and that was uh, Marty, who, uh, if I remember correctly, said, uh, "Why go somewhere and get drunk when it's just much cheaper and more affordable to get drunk here at home?" No, that's not what he said. As oh. I remember this because I said Marty's a man of few words, uh, and he said, "Why can't we just get drunk here?" Is what he said. Okay, I think that's an important distinction given the, the message we received from him. So. Wait, uh, are we talking about Party Marty? Party Marty. So the message reads, uh, it starts this way, from Party Marty, can I be a celeb guest sent from my iPhone? <laughs> um, I, I would, I, yeah, I'd like to respond to Marty and be like, I think you'd have to be a celeb. And, a, <laughs> and though you are in our hearts, I don't know if you really. Uh, he's a celebrity in our hearts and uh, part of the good, bad, bullshit family. I think if, uh, you know, we start talking about uh, people that aren't involved in the show, that, uh, you know, they have the rank of celeb guest if they come It'd on. be pretty funny to have Marty on this show. Yeah, I, I agree. So, uh, Party Marty, let's get you set up on Skype with a microphone and you can definitely come in and, and join us uh, and get cracking on the topic. I happen to know Marty doesn't own a computer, but we can. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So maybe we can do it by carrier pigeon. I, I also, also uh, I was speaking to Marty about this at the bar the other day where I speak to Marty about everything. Uh, and he was, uh, he was expressing that he would just agree with whatever we said uh, one after the other. So not sure how valuable that would be, but it would <laughs> definitely be enjoyable. Uh, party Marty. Okay. So uh, thanks again, Party Marty, for your message. Um, and if you have something that you'd like to share, if did any of our topics upset you, want to make a correction, we definitely don't know everything that we're talking about. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is goodbadbs, one word, or sorry, hang on, it, one word is not in the email address, goodbadbs <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to send us whatever you like, and we'll probably read your email on the show. Um, all right, so you can find us on the internet at gbbpodcast.com. That's the initials for good, bad, bullshit, podcast.com. Uh, on that site, you can subscribe to our podcast by clicking the RSS link in the show description. And there's a link to iTunes as well. And if you're on the iTunes store, uh, we'd appreciate getting a five-star review. We want to hear if you like the show. So, uh, you know, we prefer five-star reviews, but definitely tell us. Uh, give us some feedback there. Um, and... Uh, you know, we'll appreciate the feedback and, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be full of gratitude for you. All right. I'm overselling it. Um, <clears throat> Crofton, uh, you have a Twitter account, don't you? Yes, I do. Would it is like it? at Crofton Steers. All right. And, uh, Mike, where can people find you? Can, is this joke getting old yet? <laughs> the one where I don't give out my Twitter no, nope. still good. You should think of new things every time. Well, the thing is, you're supposed to set me up for them by saying something different every time. So well, you know, as chief it. engineer, I think what I would have said is you can find me in engineering. You could find me in engineering. <laughs> <laughs> you could find me if you look. How about that? Yeah, okay, if you look. Uh, Google look. All right, so uh, thanks very much, guys. As always, it's been a pleasure, uh, you know, jamming about romance with you, and hopefully, you, you know, you think about romance, and maybe uh, you'll have to report back in on a later episode to see if you made any romantic efforts and how they turned out. And mm. I'll do the same, although it's kind of hard. I just have to be romantic with myself. <laughs> you know what that means, everybody. <laughs> tell your right hand I say hi. Hey, I was. T- I just. I mean, I buy myself flowers and tell myself I'm beautiful in the mirror. All right. So beautiful, Bo. Oh, thank you. I love you, Mike.
Oh, Crofton, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all hate Crofton. I'm just kidding, man. All right. Oh, I love Crofton. Yeah, I love you guys. All right, this is kind of getting too romantic for me. And so uh, I'm just going to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you on the next show. Uh, guys, say bye. Bye. I have testicles, too. <laughs> I thought well. I thought we learned a lot. Uh, you know, I I have a penis. I don't think Crofton. I don't think you learned anything. I didn't. <laughs> I have testicles too.